0: Welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And
1: I'm Sydney McElroy. Sid, I don't
0: mean to throw shade. Matchbumpfun.org, check it out. <laughs> I don't mean to throw shade, but, uh, and I'm not even sure I'm using that phrase correctly. You look like you're in some pain.
1: Uh, one, yes, I am in some pain. And two, I, I actually don't think you're using that phrase correctly, but That's
0: life. Sure. That's life. That's uh, life.
1: I am in some pain, Justin. That was very astute of you.
0: What's, what's going on?
1: Well... Every once in a while, every few months, actually, it's probably been a year since this happened, my wisdom teeth start to act up. Like, I think they're, you know, they're kind of half in, and so then they try to come in some more, and there's no room, and so then my mouth just hurts a lot Mm -hmm. for, like, a week, and I can't eat anything, and... Yes, it's every winter, I know the winter is coming because my coming. wisdom teeth try to come in. They uh, try to come in so they can help me eat all those delicious Thanksgiving and Christmas treats. Oh,
0: but what'll help you out. No
1: problem. We're but, on the way, but instead, they just hurt really badly for like a week. and what's then, your dentist say my my what now?
0: What's your dentist say?
1: um he the that dentist that I see uh you know the one i I definitely see him. I've definitely been there in the last month, and he said um, that it's fine, don't worry, it's fine. Tell Justin, he said, tell Justin that I, Dr. Tooth Guy. Dr.
0: Tooth Guy, I hear
1: he's (laughs) very good and real. I say that they're fine, don't worry. Sydney, how long has it been since you've been to the dentist? Oh, I don't think we need to quibble over numbers, Sydney. like years. and
0: Sydney, you're a medical professional. How long has it been?
1: What year did I get my braces off?
0: This is not a bit for the show. Sydney refuses to go to the dentist.
1: I don't, my teeth are fine. They're
0: fine. They look I great. I
1: brush them often, and they're very clean. You floss? Occasionally. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But they're fine. I've- you
0: floss in the way most people do, and I know myself do. You floss, you floss in the same way that people like go salsa dancing. Like, you know what would be fun? You know what we <laughs> haven't done in forever? You know what I miss? Oh, my God. Flossing. Right?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry we don't all own, what is that thing? A water pick?
0: Yeah, a water pick. It's like a the squirt gun of flossing.
1: Yeah, well, I don't have some sort of fancy tooth equipment that I use every morning
0: Sydney let's talk more about tooth getting teeth removed uh you'll never do it you flatly refuse
1: you did it recently
0: I did it recently it was crazy
1: yeah Justin had his wisdom teeth out over the summer
0: uh I felt like I had to get everything done before Charlie got here like I had to just get myself as right as I could because I knew there wouldn't be time for that kind of stuff Uh, but uh tooth extraction
1: Yeah, so let's talk about tooth extraction. This topic, actually wisdom teeth specifically came from Sid, not me. Not you. Another Sid. Not tooting your own horn. An unrelated Sid. Um, So thank you, Sid. Uh, Suggested wisdom teeth, but I actually kind of expanded it to tooth extraction because, I mean, it's kind of all the same thing. Right. So this is not a new concept. Uh, Tooth decay, as you may imagine, is a very old problem.
0: Yeah, we've had teeth for hundreds of years.
1: And as long as we've had teeth, they've had problems. And, And let me just say, by the way, let me preface this episode with this. I know nothing about teeth. Right. I think I've said this before.
0: Yeah, just to be clear. Doctors don't know. know. It, well,
1: this is not, and I don't think, I think most uh, physicians would agree with me on this. We don't know a lot about teeth. Like, we know when there's infections and some stuff like that. But honestly, if you have a tooth problem, go to a dentist. Your doctor's going to be very little help.
0: Why is that? Like, are teeth that complicated that we need, like, specialists?
1: Well, super, yeah. Super I super mean, specialists? There are dentists. Like, they I, mean, I mean, obviously, there are they're dentists, called there, dentists that do exist. Like, I've heard of them. I don't go to them, but I hear they're great. Right. Uh so uh, like I said tooth decay is an no old problem and honestly the easiest solution if your tooth is bad is to remove it. Get out of there tooth. So the concept of removing a tooth is not exactly new because it's a very um inelegant solution to a problem. Uh-huh. While the tooth is bad, we have no idea why or what's going on or how to fix it, so yank it out of there. Get it out. Um, it was thought as far back as five thousand b c it was documented the Sumerians documented tooth problems and it was thought that there were that worms caused tooth decay that you had worms in your teeth that 's not accurate no no probably i mean I I'm hope not that, if you have worms in your mouth that's a whole other problem yeah uh there were also they found ancient like dental drills like hand like like um with Vines or some kind of like flexible string-like material and wood, like a handmade drill. Sounds a little grizzly. Yeah, um, but they actually used them, and then I, I'm sure they had like some sort of stone tip. But they actually used them for drilling holes in the teeth to probably uh, release evil spirits, as opposed to actually trying to fix anything. You know, it's funny, Sid. A lot of our, um, a lot
0: of our episodes tend to uh, start in in Egypt, and I wonder what? if. I wonder if it's because they were just that revolutionary, or that's just when we decided to start, like, keeping track of stuff.
1: Well, that's the thing. There's there's a lot of stuff that we just guess at. We think this is what this was. You know, I mean, even these dental drills that we've discovered, like, that's what we think they are.
0: Could have been sex toys. It's hard to say.
1: Probably not sex Probably toys. Probably not sex toys. I don't think humans were that. I mean, like, drills.
0: Yeah. Okay. We weren't that kinky yet.
1: <laughs> then we evolved the kinkiness. We evolved the kink. Um. The code of Hammurabi advises teeth extraction, but mm-hmm. that's not for, that's not for like health reasons.
0: For spiritual reasons? Oh no. no, punishment okay, for mean of reasons. Right, mean for reasons. If
1: you've been bad. I'm going to pull your teeth out. Bad guy. Um, the Greeks Stole wrote my about gum.
0: eye for an eye. Was there bubble gum teeth. back then? Yeah, it was bubble Sure. Yeah. Are probably, you sure? Probably unflavored chicle. <laughs>
1: So just gum, just gum, not bubble, not bubble gum. Perhaps Sans bubble gum. Uh, Aristotle wrote about oral surgery. He actually wrote about it a lot in terms of the physics, like that were that are involved in removing a tooth.
0: Sure, because there's like we didn't have there's some machines that we didn't have back then. I mean, I I mean that in the in like the simple machines. simple machines. Yeah. Term, so like yeah. so
1: like he wrote about like the lever. Mm. You know how how do you use a lever to remove a tooth? Slowly. <laughs> Uh, or, or forceps, you know, same kind of idea. Right. Um, Hippocrates did remove teeth. Uh, it was, it was something that was try. They tried to avoid if they could because it was very painful. And obviously, we're talking in a about a pre anesthesia era. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hippocrates would do it. There was actually a patron saint of dental problems. Did you know that? No, I did not. Saint Apollonia. It's nice. Yeah, and she was the reason she is the saint of dental problems is she was tortured with. Tooth extraction. So
0: she can empathize. I'm right there with you, honey, she says.
1: There are like, you can see like there are uh, tapestries with a picture of like um, a tooth and a crown or like a a person holding a tooth. And that's, those are in honor of St. Apollonia, which I think is kind of cool. So next time you're with the dentist, you know who to say your prayers to. But toothbrushes, which we have found ancient evidence of, were not as exactly as effective as our current toothbrushes. They're probably about as effective as my current toothbrush. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sydney also refuses to switch toothbrushes until I literally throw away her old toothbrush just in the garbage
1: and I, buy a new one. I use mine very vigorously. And so it gets flat really quickly.
0: And that's what you like. You like a nice, soft, flat, ineffectual polish.
1: Yours, yours doesn't ever get flat, which makes me think I just... Am I brush my you teeth too get hard. In there, maybe. I just, or maybe you don't brush your teeth hard enough.
0: It's all in perspective.
1: Uh, but toothbrushes then were made of horsehair, hair, uh, which was not as um, hygienic and not as effective, and also could damage the gums. Uh, and then the toothpaste was basically like ground down chalk or salt or charcoal or even mm, brick, something like that. Fresh. Yeah, and so I mean, I I, I don't know if you're trying to exfoliate your teeth. At that point, um, I
0: guess you're just trying to get that deep down. I bet it's a, not a daily thing. I bet no, this is more like no, this
1: wouldn't be a daily ritual for, in most cultures. Now, some cultures, I mean, I, and I think we talked about this actually in our our oil pulling episode that in the in the Ayurvedic texts mm. that actually there were there were some people in history that brushed their teeth daily. It oh. was part of their morning oral hygiene ritual, huh. but not everybody did. So people really didn't have great dental hygiene, uh, but Most people died of something else before dental issues could become a very big problem. Hey. (laughs) So, you know. Silver lining. You don't really need to worry about, you know, tooth decay. If we look at, like, the long-term effects of tooth decay, we're usually talking about it setting in in, in your 40s is when it should really start to become a problem. Mm -hmm. Unless you just, I don't know, you eat sugar daddies all day long. And I do. Which they weren't eating sugar daddies all day long because they, you know.
0: Didn't invent them yet, Ancient Greece.
1: But as time goes on and people live longer, especially wealthy people who weren't as likely to die from diseases linked to poverty and lack of sanitation, uh, their diets changed. Things like sugar became available. Tooth decay became a major problem. So then you start seeing a bunch of non-surgical treatments come up because nobody wanted to have their teeth pulled. So, you know, there's some herbal remedies that people recommend. Of course, bloodletting was done for tooth decay. There were a lot of poultices and salves and things you could put on your teeth. But none of this stuff really helped, right? Because once the tooth is dead, it needs to come out. So surgery came along. And who better to perform surgery than a barber? A barber, right. That's who I go to for my dental care. Is that that the problem? I still
0: do. He gives me a weird look. He'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Charge me a leg, though.
1: He's very accommodating, though. Mm Mm-hmm. So barber surgeons,
0: it's the weirdest master cuts,
1: were they were the those responsible for performing most tooth extractions. Um, this starts way back in like the 1400s. Sure. Yeah. They didn't have anesthesia. Obviously, we didn't have it at first. So the way they would distract the patient as they were removing the tooth is someone would play a drum very loudly nearby and then play it louder and louder as they got closer to pulling the tooth. Can you imagine how awful that would make it? Like so much worse. <laughs> As the drums are just beating and beating and beating. What
0: and on God's green earth is that supposed to solve for? It's just supposed to distract you. So I mean, that I'm they can distra- yank your tooth
1: out. Distract? You gave it a soundtrack. How am I going to be distracted? The the drums of time are driving you mad while they're pulling your tooth out. <laughs> um, the the barbers would then hang the teeth in their shop window to oh. show how. One that they provided the service, and two that they were really good at it. <laughs> sure, look at all got, these teeth look at I pulled. Me.
0: I got the whole tooth.
1: See all these rotten teeth? No problem. They would even actually sometimes hang it around the barber pole. So the you know the the barber pole that yeah. initially was because of bloody rags and all that stuff. Right. They would also hang teeth around it. Ah, what so you, a, what a ghastly thing that was. Uh, yeah, so in your barber's window, you might see like. Uh, some rotten teeth and some jars of blood to demonstrate, hey, you can come here, I'll cut your hair, I'll pull your teeth, and I'll do some bloodletting while you're at it.
0: I wonder if that like ruins the sort of ASMR chill that you get from just getting your hair cut. I wonder if you could like schedule like if you could not pull anybody's teeth or bloodlet at all while I'm getting my hair cut, I would really appreciate it. I'm trying to get like a color dye sort of like a Bieber meets uh, the Rachel right. kind of look. And I'd rather you not yank teeth out of someone's <laughs> head three feet from me if you don't mind.
1: Um, what sh- if they
0: also cut your hair too? Like you're like, oh Wather god, I, I feel miserable. But hey, look, look hey. at that.
1: Maybe that was maybe that's how they ooh they upsold you that way. Oh right, as long like, as you here, I know you're, here, you're hurting. But... I'll tell the drum guy
0: to stop if you let <laughs> me cut your hair for five dollars.
1: I know how to ease that pain. Check out this cute bob. <laughs> um. So, as sugar and tobacco became more and more popular, especially sugar, sugar is the big culprit here, uh, members of the upper class who could afford this stuff regularly really began to suffer tooth decay. Mm -hmm. So, as a result, if you had black teeth, you probably had money. So, having blackened teeth became a status symbol for a while. Cool. So, there were actually people who would intentionally blacken their teeth. (laughs) So that they would look like they were rich. Look at me, governor. I'm well-to-do. Well, yeah, it was kind of like you know, for a while, if your wife was overweight, that was a sign that you were very wealthy mm-hmm. because then you know you were able to feed her a lot, and so it was a status symbol. It's the same idea.
0: Look at those white pearly whites; they've barely been used. You, need <laughs> you some, must
1: be poor. You must
0: be poor. You need some weird tiny lumps of coal, like I have.
1: <laughs> Look at my grill. And and a lot of this was because even you know wealthy, they didn't want to remove their teeth because it hurt really badly. And you know blood loss and infection and all that stuff that they didn't they didn't understand or could control for. Uh, there was a um, a tool invented for this in the 1700s. It's called a tooth key, and this is just as terrible as you would ma- as you would imagine. Mm. It basically has a little claw that is kind of placed and like t- like clamped over the top of the tooth. and then there's a metal rod that goes all the way down and nope, braces nope, against nope, the nope, root. Nope, nope, nope. And once you've got it in place, just like a key, you turn it uh. you twist it until the tooth is free and then pops out unfortunately what yeah i know that's awful and unfortunately what usually happened is it would shatter the tooth because it was probably a, a diseased tooth anyway so you would shatter the tooth or maybe even break the jaw while you were doing it and so then you'd just basically be picking little tooth fragments out of your gum for a while
0: it's the worst. Wow, I do not get skeeved out very often on this program. That is unfathomable. You know how people say that they'd like to like go back and live their life again? If I could just live my life again, knowing what I know now, you know what I mean? The reason I would not do that is because of losing my teeth. It was the worst thing that I can recall. And I've been through some stuff. That was the worst, that was the pits.
1: will you you not tell our daughter that as she gets older sitting in
0: Christmas dinner like you're at church in the fellowship hall and just wiggling that stupid tooth back and forth just wondering like oh god is it going to fall out Uh, 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 uh," the worst
1: I don't think it was that traumatizing for everybody
0: the worst
1: Um, the worst I always think that these are good reminders when people say like I just wish I could go back and live in the days of castles and horses and princesses nope you don't look there's a tooth key that's what that's what lies for you and wait back then tooth key tooth keys um
0: put this new spin on your romantic fiction doesn't it and on your fabio novels
1: (laughs) there were in the years that came there were various other instruments invented like forceps and levers and all kinds of things and um some of them are early versions of instruments that they still use in dentistry
0: now so what about like replacing teeth can we just replace them
1: well i'm going to tell you all about that but uh why don't you follow me on down to the billing department real quick Let's go. The
0: medicines, the medicines
1: Sydney, you know how
0: you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy.
1: I don't remember. Well, there's that. no
0: need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar.
1: I don't think I was going to. Squarespace,
0: what is it? It's a tool. Think of it as the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, Use offer code SAWBONES to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the Summer Theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat delicious meals right to your door and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got like fancy stuff. Listen to this. we are you going to get this? Truffle oh, butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? Seriously? Uh, f- And th- the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off.
1: Tooth replacement. Hit me. So wealthy people, once they did, if they ever gave up those little black lumps of delight that everyone's so envied.
0: Those, those fancy... Fancy nubs.
1: They would, <laughs> they, would uh, they would, have them replaced. A, a lot of people couldn't afford to do this, so this would probably be the upper classes. So you could either choose between a live tooth or a dead tooth. I'm going to go with a live tooth. Okay, so let's say you want a live tooth. I do. Here's what you can expect. You're going to head down to your local barber surgeon because they're probably going to be able to provide this for you. They're going to line up some poor people in front of you mm-hmm. who are willing to part with a donor tooth. You're going to look through their mouths until you find one that you like. You're going to pay them. The barber surgeon will yank their healthy tooth out and then try it out in your mouth with by attaching it with silver wire. Hmm. If, okay. you, if you like it, you're good.
0: Try before you buy. I'm way into that. Test chew this tooth.
1: If you don't like it, all those other donors are still waiting right there. You Literally. You another one. Because they're chained to the ground. <laughs> so basically you would just pick one until you liked it, or I guess until you ran out of money. And then they would wire it in place. And then you have a tooth.
0: See, Fontaine was complaining about like losing, having to get all her hair cut off and stuff. But look, she still had this avenue of uh, uh, income opened her to help support poor cassette.
1: Didn't she have her teeth pulled? Did she? I thought she did. Oh,
0: man. I thought
1: that was part of it.
0: Is that part of her thing? Yeah. I fell asleep.
1: Which is, that's a I you know, that just made sense to me now as we're doing this episode. Now it makes sense. I'm pretty sense. sure they did. I'm sure someone will tell me if I'm wrong. Um, if you weren't as rich, though, you may have to get a dead tooth. Ugh. And you know who you're going to have to call for that? Walmart. No, no <laughs> not Walmart. You're going to call Walmart?
0: Call Walmart on the phone that exists back then.
1: Well, first of all, Walmart didn't exist. And secondly, who calls Walmart? You just go there. You just go there. Because once you're wandering around looking for a tooth I've called Walmart who knows what you might realize
0: you need. I've called Walmart before to ask if they have a certain item in stock and their response the tone of the response is always pretty much, How can I possibly know that? <laughs>
1: have, <laughs> have you, been, seen have how you big been here the store? Is?
0: I don't know. Let me spin around wildly with my arms and see what I knock <laughs> off the shelves. Nope. I didn't see it. I guess we don't have it, or maybe we have all of it. I have no idea.
1: That's intentional because they want you to come there because once you get in Walmart, you're not going to leave with one item. You know
0: what else I needed? Another laundry basket. <laughs> I've been getting sick of my laundry baskets. I need another
1: one. And they always have that holiday setup right there. Oh, and you yeah. know you got to wander through it.
0: There's a new kind of. What
1: kind of Oreo is this?
0: Triple dipped?
1: And they're right in front. Pumpkin spice. They're right there near the register. They're right there. Okay, Impulse sorry. buys Galore.
0: Who's giving me a dead tooth?
1: Okay, so if you if you weren't as rich, you need a dead tooth, then you call a resurrectionist. You remember a resurrectionist?
0: I do. Uh, yes. Somebody's going to go to the uh, one of the resurrection men who would go to the graveyard
1: and dig you up a body, right? That's right. So usually what would actually happen, they wouldn't even have to dig up the body for you. One of the first things that may happen uh, if your corpse was unguarded was that all your teeth were pulled cool so usually the bodies never even made it to the graveyard before all their teeth were yanked out um because it helps you can,
0: prevent people from getting buried alive at least uh, that's
1: true <laughs> they're gonna wake up when their teeth are getting whoa! Ho, 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 ho. kimosabi i need what's, those still. what's the
0: story i need those where am i this is there's been a huge mistake
1: <laughs> it kind of makes those little bells like unnecessary yeah right uh you can make a lot of money off of teeth so this was a there was a a lot of money to be made for the resurrection men just yanking teeth before they ever took them to the graveyard. I mean, that has to
0: be like a fast turnaround though, right? Don't they get progressively well, worse, yes, think it progressed any
1: worse. Yes, but I mean we we didn't know any of we were wiring them in place. Right. We didn't know. So you know if you needed a tooth, you would pay for a whatever they had. Right. I mean you know, I'm I'm certain they would like hold out a handful of them and let you pick. <laughs> and that's how i imagine this this straight off goes down Yeah, something like that here see all these nasty teeth i have which one do it. you want which one you want <laughs> I, i'm leaving them for the tooth fairy uh you could uh, the big problem is that you could get tb or syphilis this way cool yeah great from, now
0: your now your inability to chew doesn't seem that bad does it
1: which i know which you could probably also get from the live donor teeth now that i think about it yeah, but sure. i'm sure you could i they actually after a while so you know you could go you could take these corpses who died of who knows what and were whatever age and had whatever illnesses and pull their teeth but what you really want what you really want are young healthy teeth right fresh well where are you going to find a lot of young healthy people who have sadly died
0: uh spring break
1: (laughs) that's terrible (laughs) just a guess i don't know that's an awful joke you put me on the spot spring break (laughs) don't know where uh, war war okay war yes war so sadly war was seen as a great way to get young healthy teeth to give to rich people Ugh. so actually there were so many uh, corpses were robbed of their teeth after the battle of waterloo in 1815 that for a while dentures and teeth replacements became known as waterloo teeth hmm. so you could Charming. get a set of dentures and you'd say those are my waterloo teeth um, they may have indeed come from people that died during the battle of Waterloo, not necessarily because in the following wars and battles, every, every time this would happen, they would go, their bodies would be ransacked for Ugh, teeth. Miserable. Um, so resurrectionists would actually follow soldiers into battle hmm. and just wait just for wait. them to be shot and go pull their teeth out. Uh, yeah. They began to not just implant one tooth at a time, but actually create dentures then. Because people were losing a lot of teeth. So that's the first dentures we're seeing after this. And they were basically just wired together either teeth that they found they could be made of ivory uh eventually porcelain probably just a crazy
0: mix thereof
1: yes actually they were they they often were a crazy mix of just whatever teeth were available
0: excellent that is a great look
1: and they would just string them together with some kind of wire and then you'd wear them and terrify children
0: ah.
1: uh, did you know by the way as i was reading about this paul revere was a dentist
0: i think i knew that Sounds like something i probably I do.
1: I didn't know that about Paul Revere. He the, he actually would make some of these uh, dentures, mm-hmm. and he identified bodies by, he ha- would help identify bodies by, oh yeah, I remember those dentures, that's so-and-so. So it was kind of like dental forensics started with Paul Revere.
0: Coming this fall to CBS.
1: <laughs> Paul Revere C- is back from the dead. CSI revolution. No one can understand why. <laughs> um.
0: CSI Roanoke. CSI, sorry, CSI Boston. Roanoke was another old timey yeah. C- colony.
1: Sorry, <laughs> CSI Boston, there you go.
0: It's like already a show, though, right? I don't know. Th- maybe that's why I didn't say.
1: Is it already CSI a show? Probably. It probably not is yet. it about Paul Revere copyright, and dental forensics?
0: Trademark Sawbones 2014.
1: It has to take place in the 1700s, though.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: So uh, a lot of people, when we start talking about old timey dentures, think about George Washington. Mm hmm. Because what does everybody think about George Washington? He's Got them wood teeth. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Does, is that is that all fully been debunked? I feel by like now? that
0: one's pretty well myth busted. There's probably some some stragglers, but I feel like I they were like ivory, right?
1: Well, he had many sets of dentures. Ah, so yeah, some the of them occasions. some of them certainly were ivory uh, because of the time period. Some of them probably had dead people teeth in them excellent um what an honor some of the different uh, materials they would use would begin to take on a cast that i've looked at some of them online that can look kind of wooden so i could see how looking at them from a distance you might think they were wooden but they absolutely were not um there were there were people who tried to make wooden dentures but they never worked well
0: well it's porous
1: yeah exactly that was the big problem they'd become soft um, He had dental troubles his whole life. He actually, I don't know if you knew this, when he was inaugurated, he only had one tooth, one original tooth left.
0: But what a proud, inspiring tooth it was.
1: <laughs> so he had lots of set of dentures. And you can tell his dentures because they always had a hole for that one original tooth to go through. <laughs> um, and it's interesting. He actually wrote a letter to his dentist Uh, To tell him, hey, I don't think I'm going to I need you to send me this stuff to New York, this new denture set, um, because I'm probably not going to be in Philadelphia for a while. And uh, so would you mail this to me? And this letter was intercepted by the British during the Revolutionary War. And it actually led them to think that he wasn't marching south. Because huh. of the letter. So they didn't move their forces south either. And as a result, this probably contributed to us winning the battle at Yorktown.
0: Dentures, turning the tide.
1: So there you go. Which is interesting.
0: You'll see that in the next fix, I'm sure.
1: If you, if you go into the early 19th century, and we're going into kind of like the era of medicine shows, you would see a lot of barber surgeons who would travel around and put on big shows where they would pull teeth. Uh, And certainly doctors may have done this as well, um, because they would dabble in anything, really. Uh, So you would travel around, you'd have lots of different performers, uh, you would walk up and and, like the other performers would do their acts to drum up a crowd. And then the big finale would be a dentist pulling teeth. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and you're, well, you, got that sick drum beat. It'd be be a heck of a show. You
1: would. You'd have the drum beat. Your assistant would be dressed as a clown or something to, to that effect, and like juggle or tell jokes.
0: This just keeps getting better.
1: <laughs> um, and the dentist, the the idea was that the faster he could pull teeth, and the less pain that the patient would then tell the audience they were having, the better the show was. Okay. So, and he could do you know. At least that's what people would say, but eye.
0: really the exact inverse is true.
1: Well, maybe there's maybe that was like a psychological thing. There's a lot of pressure. Like I gotta be, I gotta be tough. Everybody's watching me. I all don't right. wanna, you know, I don't wanna show pain. So, uh, in the same time period, unfortunately, there were actually, in addition to people who actually needed their teeth pulled, because I mean, presumably, all these people who were going to medicine shows and having barber surgeons pull their teeth, this was their last resort. I need my teeth pulled. You know, it hurts really badly, so I will let this dentist kind of make a show out of me and pull my teeth. There were people who were having dental extractions done for reasons other than tooth decay, uh, specifically in psychiatric facilities. Yeah. Sometimes it was a very uh, functional decision. Uh, patients who were psychotic and uh, they thought were at risk of biting people, they would occasionally pull their teeth. Um which is terrible. It is terrible. And in addition, there was something that I actually decided to look up because uh, as many people have asked us on Twitter, I do watch The Nick. It's a wonderful show on Cinemax about the heroic era of medicine. Um, I
0: don't because I can't take that.
1: Justin can't handle it because it's pretty, it's pretty gruesome for those of you who watch it. You know, it's pretty gory. Uh, but if you like this kind of stuff that we talk about in our show, you would probably like this show. I certainly do. Uh on the show, there was uh, um, a patient who had to go to a psychiatric hospital and was cared for by a Dr. Henry Cotton, who was an actual psychiatrist at the New Jersey State Hospital in Trenton in the early 1900s. This is a real person who was portrayed by Mr. John Hodgman. Your friend and mine, John Hodgman. Yes, on the show. Uh, and Our old buddy. Our old old buddy John Hodgman, who, as far as I know, does not believe in pulling teeth to cure psychiatric disease. Correct. No. But the physician he played, Dr. Henry Cotton, did. And he thought that because of bacterial infections in your teeth and other places, too, he also thought the same with the colon, that you could uh, cure insanity by, by removing teeth or even removing your colon. So he would have many patients' teeth removed as treatment for their various psychiatric illnesses. That obviously is not... A treatment for anything. Right. Psychiatric. I would not remove teeth for that reason or to prohibit, prohibit biting. That's bad. Anyway, as time goes on, dental instruments obviously became better, uh, but the big breakthrough was really in the 1840s with the use of ether and nitrous oxide for dental procedures. So Went down then it, a little smoother. Yes. So then it wasn't so horrifying to have your tooth removed. Um, today... About 5 million Americans each year have their wisdom teeth extracted.
0: I know I was one.
1: Yes. Um, the, those are your third molars. Uh, they're named wisdom teeth. Do you know why?
0: Because they come in once you're older.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. Because they usually come in in like your 20s and you're presumably wiser. Although if I was wiser in my no, 20s, I'd. No. Yeah. Somebody should have told me. Uh, they are, in a sense, vestigial. We really don't need wisdom teeth. You
0: know what? I thought that too. <laughs> but after I got them removed, I was definitely aware of some deep chewing. Like sometimes I just don't feel like I'm giving food my best chew, and I was definitely missing the chewing surface there at the beginning. Like you I think you were. I think there was like some deep down. Like if I'm eating like a Charleston chew or maybe a cowtail or a sugar daddy, I feel like I wasn't giving it my best chew for a while. I feel like I've come around to it, but. Um, I wouldn't say completely vestigial. I, I miss that chewing surface. I do.
1: Well, what we really needed them for was like plant material that we had. to. <laughs> I, don't, down. I don't mess with any of that. No, I know that. Um, that's why you're down so many cookie points. That's a
0: joke. I love salad this year.
1: Uh, but most of us don't need them. So we don't. Our jaws are not quite big enough to accommodate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as a result, they get stuck. They don't come in completely. And. Um, if they're not in completely and they're causing infections or impaction or pain, then you need to have them removed. Um, it actually varies. Some people don't have wisdom teeth. Like there there are some genetic lines in Mexico where just there are no more wisdom teeth. They don't they're not born with them anymore. Oh. because they don't because you don't need them, so they've already lost them. Whereas some other parts of the world you go to and hundred percent of the culture has wisdom teeth. Or so double
0: if, wisdom teeth. Sometimes they have more wisdom teeth. Maybe they have I hope eight not. wisdom teeth.
1: You don't need those.
0: Don't need those. Get those removed. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us here this week. We hope you've had a good time. Thank you to folks tweeting about the show. Uh, folks like Elizabeth, uh, RJ Moore, Tony, Eric, Ashley, Harlequin Clarity, Bryn, Mikkel, uh, Amanda, Cutie Claris, Angry Potu, Chazu, Scout, Maggie mudsucker foxy homegirl adventures so many others ross losapio many many others thank you so much for tweeting by the show we're at sawbones on twitter so if you want to uh, uh get a hold of us there um then uh do it
1: or you can always email us
0: Yeah, sawbones Uh, At maximumfun.org.
1: Yeah, if you have any topic suggestions or comments, we love to hear them.
0: We're also on Twitter ourselves. She's at Sydney McElroy. S y d n e e m c e l r o y. And
1: And he's just at Justin. Wow. Sorry,
0: just not picking up my. Like everybody
1: knows now. Not everybody. Does anybody need to spell Justin? No. No.
0: Okay. Fine. Uh, uh, (laughs) we're on the maximum fun. Network. There's a ton of great shows there you can listen to. Uh, Stop podcasting yourself is two really funny guys, Canadians, uh, if you will. And I think you will. I think you're going to enjoy those fellas. Uh, it, just as one example, uh, my brother Travis is also launching a new program uh, tomorrow that you'll have to uh, check out maximumfun.org to find more about that.
1: Secret. And- And you can always check out My Brother, My Brother, and Me.
0: That's true. That's another podcast that we do on the network. Uh, But there's a lot there. MaximumFund.org is the place to uh, check it totally out. Uh, uh, Thanks to taxpayers for letting us use their song, Medicines, for our intro and outro. And thanks to you for listening. We'll be back with you next Tuesday. Until then, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. As always, don't drill a hole in your head.